Welcome to the Dropping Dimes Podcast. Here's your host, J.I. Dimes. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Dropping Dimes Podcast, presented by you and yes. Okay, so for today, we'll be... So we'll be going through first the headlines in the association today, October 3, 2020. So the, the Los Angeles Lakers won again in game number two, 124 to 114, as they defeated the undermanned Miami Heat team. First, Anthony Davis and LeBron James led the way again. Then in other headlines as well, it seems like Bam Adebayo uh, will still be out due to the next train. First, no news yet on Garland Dragic. First, Adebayo is still hopeful that he'll be able to return for Game 3 on Sunday, while Jimmy Butler is actually playing hurt. According to Butler, it's a little bit sore, but he'll be okay with some treatment and get ready to go again. And that's what he did. He played in game two. They they battled. You know, they battled the Lakers. It wasn't like a walk in the park. So let's look at the stats. First, the Lakers were led by Anthony Davis, who had 32 points and 14 rebounds in 40 minutes of play. King James had 33, 9, and 9. And then Rondo had 16, 10, and 4. Well, for the Heat, they really got support from Kelly Olinick, who had 24 points and 9 rebounds. Kendrick Nunn also stepped up with 13 points, four assists, and or three assists and four rebounds. And of course, Jimmy Butler, who played 45 minutes in spite of the injury that he had in game one, had 25 points, 13 assists, and eight rebounds. Okay, so another news in the association. So it's all about the finals. But then, of course, one of the headlines in the association is not even connected to the to the NBA finals. Um, Kyrie Irving making some waves again for all the wrong reasons. Uh, again, this is this has really caught the attention of the media people. So what did Kyrie exactly say? So let's go through that. That's really like the the story right now. Okay, so 
in in a podcast, Kyrie actually mentioned this. He said that he doesn't believe in the head coach and says he can coach sometimes too. And of course, the major line that he that he well, this was really the biggest takeaway when he said that I felt like I was the best option in every team I played for. Yeah, yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, I guess you can just say anything that you want to say, boy. But then, of course, this wasn't really. So, what can we say? This was Kyrie trying to drop all these bold statements again, and then afterwards blaming the media. Saying that um, we shouldn't like take basketball too seriously, blah blah blah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so according to Kendrick Perkins, he was asked about Kyrie. He said Kyrie is a bona fide hater. He is so jealous. And this is according to FadeawayWorld.net, by the way. He's so jealous and he envies LeBron James that he can't even hide. Well, so that will be our actually our main focus. Okay, so that will be the main focus of discussion for today's podcast. It's all about the Kyrie Irving saga again. Like, what the heck? The Nets, they're not even in, they're already eliminated. And they're they're making noise because of all these Kyrie related stuff again. Okay. Again, Kyrie Irving. What are you doing, my friend? It's really, it actually just boils down to two things. No, it's either they they really just want attention, or Kyrie is just really well, <laughs> just like what Perkins said, maybe a bona fide hater. I don't really know where where where, this, where is this coming from? Why did he have to do this after game one? Like, what's the point, Kyrie? You know, I don't, I don't want to hate on him, but man, this guy has been like doing this for for years now. I mean, this is the point. Let's say LeBron ever went back to Cleveland. Let's just say that. Do you really think Cleveland would be relevant? Or Kyrie in general would ever reach the status that he reached? I mean, the, the only reason why Kyrie Irving can separate himself from, from let's say, a Bradley Beal or during our time, probably a Gilbert Arenas was the fact that he actually had a chance that, to go deep into the playoffs be able to, you know, ride LeBron there and yes, he made that big shot 
Yeah, but and then if we're gonna look at the stats, damn it, that was like just the only. It was like one of two field goals that he made in the last two minutes of the playoffs, and we know what happened after. Kyrie, after asking for the trade, you look at what happened to Boston. That team, you know, that team went from being being very okay to just okay. They lost it when Kyrie came back. It 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 made everyone look bad. You know, I'm not blaming him. He's super talented, by the way. Extremely talented. Probably the best ball handler that we've seen. Um, I would also consider him as one of the best under the rim finishers. You know, I mean, the guy can flat out play, but how can you trust the Nets now? With you know, they have a new coach and Steve Nash. Kevin is not really, I mean, Kevin Durant also had his issues before. And then Kyrie. Being Kyrie. Like, what's now? I mean, people are now saying that the Nets will eventually make it to the finals next year. Like, how can you trust that? How can you even bank on that if you're two superstars? Yes, next season, they will have two superstars. The Nets will have two superstars with a solid supporting cast. Steve Nash is a bona fide leader. We don't know how he will be as a coach. But then, man, if, I mean, if your two superstars are acting out like that, they don't even know sometimes what they're doing. I don't really know if they're thinking about what they're doing. Like, how can these guys be able to lead the way you know I really see this as just a disaster for the Nets you know the Nets the Nets team before Kyrie and Kevin Durant and even DeAndre Jordan came before they signed or decided to sign with them you know that was a fun team to watch right and they had D'Angelo you know for a fact that they wouldn't win a championship but it was it was a fun team to watch you know they they were really the, the, the culture that um, Kenny Atkinson was able to build there just imagine this Kenny Atkinson who built that culture will be able to or lost his job because apparently these superstars do not like him or do not see him as their coach and now here comes Kyrie making this bold statement that okay uh, we don't actually need a coach like man that's the audacity and the lack of respect for Steve Nash who has already named as the coach like how would that dynamic work you know because if the Nets are just expecting to win because of the two guys and because of the talent that they have well, I'm sorry. I don't think I don't see that happening. I mean, next year, next year will really be exciting, you know, in terms of the basketball season. Because uh, let's let's say, of course, the Lakers will be back, the Miami Heat will be back. Who knows if they get Giannis, right? 
And then the Denver Nuggets. Uh, of course, we don't know what will happen with with the Clippers. But then, of course, we have the Sixers now being coached by Doc Rivers. We don't really know how that's going to work. But who knows? Maybe Doc Rivers can bring out the and finally solve the Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid problem. And then, of course, the Warriors. I mean, the Warriors will be back. Steph is healthy. Clay is healthy. And when those two are healthy, Draymond starts playing well as well. And then, what if the Warriors, let's say, end up getting Giannis? You know, something like that. So, a lot of teams are going to be back. A lot of teams are going to be healthy by next season. They will be well-adjusted as well to the to the new setup. So, so the Nets won't be able to just go out there and win because they have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Yes, even if they're playing in the East. Okay, and at first, the main the main issue really was not it's not about the coach per se. It was really more of why why take a shot, man? I mean what's the purpose? What what what's your purpose for doing so? I mean do you hate LeBron so much that you have to do that? I mean you don't have to put another person down just to Praise someone else. I mean, you can praise Kevin Durant if you want, but you don't need to do it and at the expense of another person. I mean, come on, Kyrie. You know, I think that's the that's really the the weird thing about it, or what made this all awkward. It's because Kyrie can be so much more. You know, I mean, he can really be the best guard in the NBA if it, if he would really put his mind into it. But then he always gets into all of these stuff. And I think people are getting getting tired of it. 